Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Around the Hype. I have with me here Surya. Hey guys, what's up? And Ashwant. Hey guys, what's up? And on today's episode, we'll be doing the Bubble Awards. Guys, before we get started, we just want to make sure that all you guys are following our Instagram page at Around the Hype Four, so you guys can stay updated with the latest post every time we drop or. If we ask you guys viewer-related questions, you guys can stay up to date and in touch with us. So, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram. So, the NBA recently announced that they were going to give out awards for the eight bubble games each team has played, and so this episode is us discussing who we think should win the designated bubble awards and a few awards of our own. For my uh, first team All NBA bubble. Point guard, I have Damian Lillard. Um, for me, it's obvious why he should be the uh, first team All NBA bubble point guard. He averaged what thirty seven points in the bubble. Uh, he carried. He pretty much carried the this thing, the Trailblazers, to uh, the playing games. And considering strength of the schedule doesn't really matter, but it's worth considering that they had the third hardest schedule. So. For me, it's Damian Lillard at the one. And for my shooting guard, I have Devin Booker. It's pretty obvious why he's going to be my shooting guard. Carried the, uh, carried the Suns to an 8-0 record while averaging 30 points. He's been playing phenomenal. It's obvious why he should be the uh, shooting guard. At my uh, small forward spot, I have TJ Warren. He is probably the most surprising player to play in this bubble. He came in averaging, what, 19 points per game, comes into the bubble and starts averaging 34-plus. That's crazy to me. So it's obvious why he should be at the small forward position. Um, not really surprising here. He didn't, like, he didn't really have any flashy plays or anything, but he was still solid, 28 points per game in the bubble. So I feel like he was the best power forward in the bubble, so he has my four spot. And at my center position, I have Kristaps Porzingis. He was very underrated during the bubble. He averaged 30.5 points per game, but it went unnoticed. He was easily the best center in the bubble, so he has my number five spot. So for my first team All-NBA bubble, a point guard, I have Damian Lillard. I think Ashwant already explained everything about Lillard, and I'm pretty sure he's everyone's pick for point guard. For my shooting guard, again, I have Devin Booker, which is pretty evident. Again, because, I mean, Suns went 8-0. I wouldn't say he carried them because I mean, if Booker carried, they would still be losing games like how they do in the regular season. But all the other players stepped up as well. But obviously, Booker played a large part in that. So, Booker's my shooting guard. And at small forward, I have James Harden. Personally, I'm not a big fan of James Harden in the regular season. But I think he's played really well in the bubble so far. And the main reason I wasn't a big fan of Harden is because of his efficiency. But I think he's actually brought it up a bit in the bubble. And the Rockets have beaten good teams like the Lakers, but I don't know if it's going to happen in the playoffs, but at least in the regular season so far for the bubble, he's played well. At power forward, I have uh, TJ Warren. I think TJ Warren was one of the biggest surprises coming into the bubble, hitting 53 against the Sixers in the first game in the bubble. And it's not like it was one game. He continued his streak over and over. I think against the Heat was the only game he scored below 20 points, right? Miami was his like yeah. worst game against Jimmy Butler, the revenge game. But I think other than that, he's played really well. And 
the Pacers have also been playing quite well, even with Oladipo taking a lower role and TJ Warnock playing his role. And again, at center, I have Kristaps Porzingis. Like Ashwan mentioned, he's been on a tear so far. And I think the center's play in the bubble hasn't been that great. Like Joel Embiid or Rudy Gobert. And Cat obviously isn't in the bubble. So I think Porzingis has easily outplayed the centers right now. So that's what makes him the center. I think it's pretty evident that four players are easily a lock, which is Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, TJ Warren, and Kristaps Porzingis. Um, Damian Lillard, he's led the bubble in scoring. He has 9.6 assists, which is the third in the league. And he's pushed the Trailblazers to overtake the Grizzlies and get the eighth seed for the play-in games. So that itself is a tremendous achievement. You can't take no one in the league has done anything to match that. Then you have Devin Booker, who's gone 8-0, the only team in the bubble to go 8-0. And that too, it's not a good team. Like, it's not like a stellar team like the Lakers or the Clippers. It's the Suns. The Phoenix Suns have gone 8-0. So you, that itself is unmatched. Then you go to TJ Warren. You have... He's the one who literally kick-started the bubble, so to say, because he, he just went off from the get-go, averaging 36.4 points and 60, near 60% field goal percentage, which is crazy efficient to be averaging above 35. And lastly, if Kristaps Porzingis, like the media, they haven't said anything about him, but he's been averaging 30 and 10. And again, what Surya said, there hasn't been any good big man in the bubble so far because the second best, second best big man is Anthony Davis. And he's averaging 21 points and 8.6 rebounds, which is a major step down from Kristaps Porzingis. So he easily gets the center spot. Now comes the small forward spot, which where, where there's more debate. There's there's two people who could fill this void, in my opinion, and that's Luka Doncic and James Harden. The only reason I take Luka Doncic over James Harden is because Luka's averaging damn near a 30-point triple-double. 30 points, 10 rebounds, 9.7 assists. He's, I mean, 9.7 assists in my eyes is 10 assists, so... I'm going to give it to him. He's averaging a triple-double, 30-point triple-double. And again, I, no one in the league is doing that. Even though James Harden has been putting up crazy numbers on good efficiency, Luka's numbers are slightly better. And so far, I had to give it to Luka. My bubble MVP, it's uh, Devin Booker. Because right now, Devin Booker is the obvious option. He's given the bubble everything he has. And he's proven that the Suns can, um, can win. He's led the Suns to a perfect 8-0 record. And the Suns were the only team in the whole league, in the whole, out of the whole 22 teams, to have a perfect 8-0 record. No one would have expected the Suns to do this, especially Bleacher Report, because they had the Suns going 0-8. and um, In that uh, eight-game span, Booker averaged 31 points per game on 50% shooting, five rebounds per game, and six assists per game. To put that into perspective, before the bubble, he averaged 26, 4, and 7 on 49% shooting. So for me, my bubble MVP would have to be Damian Lillard. Don't get me wrong. I do think personally, in terms of a player, Devin Booker has definitely played really well this in the bubble. But in terms of value to the team, I think... the Look at, look at Lillard's scoring rampage in the last few games. 61, 51... And 43 or something, right? 42. 43 last game. 42. 42. 
whereas booker hasn't scored above 35 this in the whole in this whole bubble thing so booker in terms of a player has definitely played well but the trailblazers without a lillard scoring or lillard's playmaking i personally don't think i mean they would have won like max two games i think cuz cj mccollum would be their primary scorer who's personally like i mean you may look at his stats and say they're good but if you personally watch him play you can see he's not the same player as he was in the regular season i mean he did hit a good he hit the dagger against the brooklyn nets who are arguably one of the worst teams in the league right now and sure they got nurkic back who's also a really valuable piece to their team but without lillard scoring rampage like this the blazers easily wouldn't have even been in contention for the playoffs right now whereas you may say the suns are a bad team but if you look at the suns people like cam johnson and cameron payne they've all they've all stepped their game up a lot and booker definitely has upped his scoring averages as well but not to the not to the level that lillard's had to do right now to carry his team for my mvp i have devin booker and the only reason i have devin booker is because he did like see what i feel damian lillard and the blazers could have done more cuz they didn't go 8-0 right the suns they reached the maximum they did the most they could do and in the bubble see like these awards account for only the bubble so you can't bring up it's the suns fault for not making the playoffs because these awards don't account for the regular season before the bubble so you take only these eight games and from these eight games the bubble um, in in the only from these eight games in the bubble have the suns performed to their maximum potential and for a player to be valuable which is most valuable player you have to lead your team to the best possible outcome and that's what De- i mean that's what devin booker has done whereas damian lillard he has he's played he's played out of his mind and um he's he's gone he's led them to he's led the trailblazers to a 6 and 2 record and to the 8 seed for the play in game but the only issue is he hasn't led them to an 8 no record like devin booker has but how is it dame's fault that the blazers went 6 and 2 it's not like he's playing bad see the thing is look um look at the Damian games they lost look at the games they lost cj mccollum had 13 points eight points in one of them i think if yeah. you're saying it's not damian lillard's fault he's still scoring 37.6 points a game but uh-huh. the trail blazers are still winning really close games right Yeah. So the don't this team is not stepping winning. up. They're still winning. Okay. That's all that matters cuz even the Suns, right? Like Booker hit that game winner over the Clippers and all those were close games, right? No, I, no, my point is you're saying there have been instances where Dream Dames dropped f- he dropped 45 once and he lost and he dropped 60 and they only won by one, one by three. So you're saying mm-hmm. in those instances it's the team's fault for not stepping up and Dames more valuable. Yeah. Okay, this is where you're wrong. Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers are the worst defensive team in the bubble. So, if you put Damian Lillard in a situation where he goes off for 60, right? And the other teammates could also step up cuz De- Gary Trent Jr. they at least have two people coming in and giving them more than 15 points a game. They have another one coming in for more than 10 points a game. They have people who can provide scoring, but the only reason they lose is because they don't have enough defense to stop the other team from shooting right back i get dame can come up and score 60 a game but it's no use if you can't guard up the other team that's going to be trying to score back on yeah, you right but 
Defense is still a team effort. It's not a single player's effort. Just because one player plays good on defense doesn't mean the whole team's going to be playing good. I know you're saying, I'm not saying Dame is a great defensive player because he's never been. But when you're considering an MVP, defense as a whole is it's part of a team. Like It's not the defensive player of the year award. Damian Lillard allowed 35 points a game himself. Himself, okay? He's allowing 35 points a game. And that's literally one-third of the starters' points. I'm I'm saying one third one third is generous in Damian Lillard's favor. To be exact, it's thirty eight thirty seven point eight percent. So I'm I'm give give or take one percent. It's in Damian Lillard's favor. But if you're gonna be one person allowing one third of the the starters points, you're allowing one third of the points as one single person compared to two thirds by four people. So that means the other four people on the Blazers are actually playing pretty good defense in comparison to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's been outright trash on defense. The only reason he's been doing really good or the Blazers have done good is on the offensive end. But look at Devin Booker, who's not only stepped up his game on the offensive end, but on the defensive end. He's been getting stops on top of stops on top of stops. Who's more of how valuable he is to the team that when he has a bad game, the team loses, right? Okay, fine. He, okay, uh, okay. Again, that's a trash argument because Damian Lillard has had a bad game, right? Yeah. Has Devin last... Booker had a bad game? No, but Damian Lillard makes up for it with his good games. That's the point. He made up for his good games, but Devin has, no, Damian Lillard has made a mistake. Once out of the eight Has games. Damian Lillard made a mistake? Yeah, once. Has Devin Booker made a mistake? Wait. I rest my case. For an award of our own, well, it's not really an award, but the most disappointing team in the bubble. For my most disappointing team in the bubble, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans were supposed to secure the eighth spot with ease. They had the best odds to do it. Before the hiatus, yes, they were last in the eighth seed race, but they had the easiest schedule out of the whole league. To put that into perspective, the Trailblazers and the Grizzlies had the third and seventh most difficult schedules, respectively. And now they're both in the playoff play-in games, fighting for the eighth seed. You cannot the the Pelicans should have they should have been getting the eighth seed with ease, but they couldn't. And that is really pathetic. That is why they're my most disappointing team. In the bubble, uh, yeah, for me it was really tough because it's like like how you said the Grizzlies had the seventh hardest schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. But I still think the Grizzlies underperformed because they lost a lot of games they could have easily won. But I still have to take the Pelicans as the most disappointing team because again, as Ashwan said, they had the easiest schedule and they still couldn't secure the eighth seed. For my most disappointing team is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, this might come as a surprise to y'all, but. The Lakers, honestly, they played like complete shit the last eight games. LeBron James and Anthony Davis were playing their normal minutes. They were taking their normal shots. Yet, somehow, the Lakers are the second worst team in offensive rating in the bubble. How, with the firepower that the Lakers have, are you going to be the worst offen- second worst offensive team? You're better than the Wizards. You're only better than the Wizards. And the Wizards, literally, somehow, they fall behind the Bulls and the Hornets. They're that bad. So being the number one seed in the West and being barely better than the worst team in the bubble, it, it's like, it's complete. It's, it's very shameful. And on top of this, 
your best three-point shooters are shooting below 20% from three. And your team overall is shooting 25% from three, down from 37%. Your field goal percentage is down to 37% from 47%. And all of this, it's going to be posing a major concern for the playoffs time. Because even though you did play your, your starters normal minutes, except for maybe one game. But aside, you played them seven games. You played them normal minutes. And somehow they're still performing like trash. The Lakers should be concerned, even though, I mean, hopefully the playoff LeBron, playoff AD, everything happens. But so far in the bubble from what I've seen, they are easily the most disappointing team in my eyes. That'll conclude today's episode of Around the Hype. Thanks for listening in. Also, guys, once again, don't forget to follow us on Insta at Around the Hype 4 so you don't miss any updates, posts, podcast drops, and viewer-related content. Because we have a special episode coming out next week and you won't want to miss it. And yeah, goodbye.